Hi, this is Andrew, and this is Keynote, the daily now.tv chat show with some of the world's leading thinkers and writers. Hello, everybody. It is Saturday, the 29th of July, 2023. We've had a rather miserable day so far. We've done shows on global warming, how we're all boiling alive in the ocean. We've also done shows on mafia violence and dirty money. Uh, but it's the weekend, so there is a little bit of good news. I have quite a story for you. Uh, back in 2012, um, a man called Lloyd Devereux Richards, who was a lawyer back then with some experience of um, murder cases and murder trials, wrote a book called Stone Maidens. He published it through Amazon. It was put on uh, Amazon in November 2012. Uh, didn't sell very well. Handful of copies. Who knows how many? Um, and then uh, 11 years later, uh, it's quite a story. His daughter, Marguerite, who lives up the road in Montpellier, Vermont, posted a 16-second uh, TikTok uh, announcing that her father spent 14 years writing a book. Um, he worked full-time. His kids came first, but he made time for his book. It's a very cute video. Uh, and she wrote, I'd love for him to get some sales. He doesn't even know what TikTok is. I don't know what TikTok is. Who knows what TikTok is? Anyway, uh, she went to bed. A few hundred people uh, watched it on TikTok. When she got up, there were 700,000 views. The rest, of course, is inevitable. In the end, 42 million views. Uh, and the book became or has become a bestseller on Amazon. I think it reached number one. And now there's a follow-up. Um, Maidens of the Cave, featuring the same characters from Stone Maidens. And I'm thrilled and honored that uh, both uh, Lloyd Devereux Richards, the author, and his daughter, Marguerite Richards, are joining us from Montpellier, Vermont. Uh, Lloyd, um, I hope you're, you're giving your daughter some of the proceeds from all these sales, are you? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Did she get an agent? What kind of negotiation did she uh, engage in? Well, uh, she reminded me that uh, when, when this went crazy, like you just spoke to, 40 some odd million views. 57. 57? 50, yeah. Wow, it's jumped already. It's incredible. I said we split everything and she, uh, she and I are, are doing that. <laughs> well, it's a wonderful story, Marguerite. Um, you're presented in the media. You've been on the Today Show. You've been on NPR. And now you're on Keen On, the biggest media show, of course, on the Internet. Um, <laughs> you're presented as a social media person. What kind of background do you have? I mean, I know uh, before the pandemic, you were a teacher. Are, are you a hardcore social media person or were you just having fun on TikTok? I was definitely just having fun on TikTok. I like consuming it. Um, but... My dad uses uh, writing for his storytelling, and I love taking pictures and making videos casually. I've never done anything like this before, of course, but I sort of I love taking photos and uh, and videos. So I do have a uh, an interest in that casually. And I have to say that your dad is incredibly photogenic. I mean, he 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 looks as if he's already a Hollywood actor. Um, oh, that's so kind of you. I agree. I think he's really fun for me to make videos with and take pictures of. That's for sure. So, Lloyd, tell me a little bit about your 
literary aspirations. You wrote T Stone Maidens in November, or it got published in November 2012. Were you just having fun, or were you serious about becoming a best-selling writer? Well, um, let's just start with writer. I had an interest in writing a novel. I'd never written anything other than law-related documents. Um, but when I moved to Vermont after going to law school in Indiana, uh, 10 years into my move in Vermont, uh, an incident that happened while I was in law school um, came to mind. And it was an assault on a woman who I knew in Indiana. There had been several similar assaults that became actually murders, but in her case, she survived. And I talked, when I met, met her in the hospital, I talked to the police detectives investigating, and they're the ones that shared with me kind of... Um, uh, without naming names, obviously, uh, that there had been, this seemed like a similar attack and they'd never caught the person. And I think a kernel of an idea inspired me and it stayed with me for 10 years. And I, as I said, I was a lawyer. I didn't know about writing per se, creative writing, but I wanted to learn. So we have a local writing school right here in, in Montpelier, Vermont College of Fine Arts. And I enlisted the help of a uh, professor there part-time while I was working as a lawyer to work with him on constructing some of my ideas into a novel. And it took me quite a long time to do it, Andrew. Um, were you disappointed, Lloyd, that the book initially didn't sell very well or were you not really expecting huge sales? I didn't know what to expect. I was mainly just trying to publish a book. And let me tell you, to get an agent in New York took me seven months and, yeah, it, and, that, and that was a success. Most people take seven years and they don't have an agent. Well, that's a good point. And um, it was before the Internet, really. So I had to send in chapters uh, physically in envelopes with a self-addressed return envelope within them. It was quite costly. And my mailman didn't particularly like me very much because he got back all these rejections that were stacked on my porch. But anyway, getting an agent was the first step. And then really, I was very happy to have published a book, to be honest. I wasn't. And, yeah. And, and, and with, what was the deal through Amazon? Did they pay you? Was it um, or, or, or was it uh, were you paying them to publish it? No, it was they purchased the book that they, they gave me a small advance. And then I got the traditional seven and a half percent author, you know, royalty rate. On sales, and of course, as you might know, Amazon is primarily they push books through their Kindle readers. So a lot of the sales were Kindle sales, which aren't particularly uh, costly. A lot of people have a Kindle subscription, and they might even get the book for a dollar ninety nine. And Marguerite, um, you must have been very proud of your dad. You know, it's a it's a tough thing to have a book published, and as you say in in your in your famous TikTok, he was a great parent focusing on his kids, but always with this, this dream, this love of writing. I was so proud of him. And I, you know, writing and storytelling was always a big part of my father. And I knew that. And I couldn't believe it when he published. I, I was, all of us were just thrilled. And it wasn't really about the sales or anything like that. We were just so excited his book was published. And that was sort of where we sat for 11 years, just happy that it had happened. And then explain what happened. There was a there was a follow up, and 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 your initial TikTok post 
was to encourage people to be interested in the first book so it would enable the publication of the second book. Is that right? Well, so yeah, my dad finished the sequel the summer before I posted, so like six months before I made the TikTok. But it was never, I, I mean, we never even thought that would ever be published. I sort of made the video just hoping a few people would read Stone Maidens. I, I sort of wasn't even thinking about the sequel. That just didn't even seem like in the realm of possibilities or it wasn't even on my mind. I was just more, I just knew what a great book he had written. And when he had kept writing, that's what actually was really making an impression on me. He stayed positive and kept writing. And so I thought maybe a few people would read it if I made a video, but that's kind of as far as I had gotten in that, on that thought. Yeah, and you 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 noted that it the 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 TikTok video was like a, a love. I'm quoting you here, like a it's a love letter to my dad. Uh, here, here's my dad's book. Uh, you weren't telling people to buy it. You were just saying uh, you were just expressing your affection for your father. Um, so Lloyd, the, the the was the follow up already written? The one that's just coming out, Maidens of the Cave. Yeah, as Marguerite said, I finished that last summer, uh, but. Uh, of course, my prospects for publishing it were uh, not particularly bright, given that um, a couple of things. When you write a book that's a serial, where there's a series, uh, publishers want you to come out, uh, you know, within a year, a year and a half with the next book. They're very, uh, you know, insistent on that. And I kind of fell outside the nine dots on that. Um, I don't know. Everybody has a different story, right? I mean, Marguerite dropped an A-bomb in terms of my life, a, a good A-bomb, if there is such a thing, um, last winter, and everything just changed overnight. Yeah, I think we, could, we should call it a T-bomb, a TikTok bomb, yeah. or a T-T-bomb. I think bomb. you're right. I, I used the wrong <laughs> metaphor there. Tell me a little bit about the the main character in the, in the two books, uh, a forensic anthropologist called Christine Prusik. Um, how well, did I you was... come up with her? Yes, that's a good question. She is important to me uh, as a person because uh, my mother died when I was young and my father was um, too troubled to uh, be a parent. And his mother, my grandma, took custody of myself and my sister. And uh, she was a very strict person, but she had good values in terms of she believed every, part of every day you should be reading a book. And uh, she instilled that in me. And uh, she did it herself. And um, she was very intelligent. She was creative. She designed her own house. She had sheep. I would help her card the wool. She'd uh, uh, make it into uh, yarn uh, with a spinning wheel and then weave things. She was very creative and intelligent. And therefore, it just over time, when I became a, an adult and, and onward in my life, I was so inspired by her. And my belief that uh, I may be wrong, but women have a stronger intuition and are uh, more intelligent than men by and large, I believe. Uh, they're not as gripped by aggression. Um, they I'm think sure, Marguerite, you disagree with that, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> not at all. <laughs> did, you meet, did you ever meet your grandmother? I, I did not. No, she died. I guess this was your great grandmother. It was my great grandmother. That's right. Yeah. No, um, she died before I was born, I believe, or I was a tiny baby. Not to my recollection. And Lloyd, you grew up in, in Vermont. No, I grew up outside of New York. My grandmother 
um, lived in Rye, New York, and uh, I moved to Vermont, though, many years, over 40 years ago. I've been here a long time. I took a job as a lawyer here was a, uh, with a small life insurance company. I was a regulatory lawyer. What do you think this, I don't want to sound cynical, but probably by nature I am. What do you think this suggests about the sale of books? I mean, uh, I, I've looked at the book. You're a good writer. But how can you go from a, a book that's entirely unknown and ignored by a reading public to one that is number one on Amazon, getting 50 or 60 million views on TikTok? What does that suggest, uh, Lloyd, in your mind about why some books succeed and others fail? Well, uh, I think my daughter, for one, has hit on uh, the importance of marketing. And I think a lot of uh, publishers, uh, while authors have tried to use TikTok uh, to some degree, uh, my daughter has an understanding of um, how you reach people into reach people's uh, hearts. And um, like you were saying initially, Andrew, this idea that the first TikTok video was a love, a love letter to her father. I believe that her emotional connection with me came through. And I think that's, at least as far as the internet part of it goes, that's key. So obviously marketing a book is very important. Uh, there's a lot of good writers out there who don't get um, the attention they should. And uh, I, I tried to pay it forward on the Today Show. I named three other Vermont authors I know that are excellent. And um, yeah, I saw that. Well, Maybe we can get into those three a little bit later. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Marguerite, um, what what did it tell you? I mean, you must have been a little bit disappointed that your father's book didn't sell more. Uh, is it all about marketing? Is it the people who the people who win in publishing or in politics or in commerce? Are they the ones who have mastered online social media marketing? Um, I, well, not necessarily it doesn't necessarily have to be that route, but if, if someone doesn't know about some, a book or a movie or a piece of art, then they can't enjoy it. You know, it's sort of just getting it in front of people. And in today's world, that is the internet and that is social media and specifically TikTok. Um, but you know, some artists and writers and poets are, aren't discovered to long after they're dead even, and then they're appreciated. It's just a matter of finding those gems, you know? And so TikTok um, is an incredible tool to be, to, to be discovered, no matter what your craft is. It just helps put you in front of other human beings. That's all it is. You know, it's not better or worse, or, you know, doesn't indicate what kind of an artist or writer you are. It's just, being discovered easily you you stone maidens is now on tiktok i'm sure many of the people listening to this will already followed you on on tiktok how much work now do you put into the the marketing i assume you still do it there are many more videos yeah we post a few times a week and we're sort of um you know we enjoy it and we enjoy connecting we have wonderful connections we've made through the app and uh, so, yeah, whenever we're sort of inspired or usually it's me, I get inspired to share some part about me and my dad or his book or our relationship or to help inspire others. That's actually one of our favorite things to do, because 
you know, there's no worse feeling than thinking you're behind or you've missed out or you took too long. And my dad is the perfect story of that. I mean, nobody saw this coming and he's 75 and that has given so many people on book talk that push to keep going that they needed, you know? So yeah, we get together. Um, and we will as long as we still feel like doing that. And so far, it's been a really fun thing for us to do together. We actually love it. Threads, of course, just launched the uh, TikTok competitor from Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. And there's Twitter, of course, which has now been renamed X. Are you on the other platforms or you just focus on TikTok? We have an Instagram and we just started Threads, although we don't post on there a whole lot but we post on our instagram page and our tiktok primarily lloyd what do you make of the social media generation do you worry about attention do you worry about uh some of the ways in which the surgeon general for example warned about kids these days being lonely and alienated because of social media well, at least the ones I've seen respond to these videos my daughter has made, the comments that you see. I don't have the app. She does. Uh, but the comments show me and give me so much hope for the young generation because they are reading books and they love my book. And that's very has a powerful effect on me. It's caused me this spring, Andrew, to write uh, a third installment, making it a trilogy. Uh, but, you know, it's because there's so many comments, people that enjoy the book that directly connect. And I've I just can't tell you how, how wonderful an effect that has had on me as a writer and a person. What about the effect, uh, Lloyd, of going from being an unknown, anonymous, essentially half self-published author on on Amazon to being a big time writer? I assume that uh, the the folks at uh, Harper Collins who are publishing this book gave you a nice advance. Is there a difference? Is it better or worse to be a, a mainstream, big time publishing sensation as a writer? Well, of course, I have to say it's better because it's opening doors uh, for me and my daughter. I'm very pleased. I can't be happier. We've got foreign. Uh, books coming out in various countries. It's it's exciting. My daughter's even working with uh, a couple of people in Italy uh, that are so enthusiastic. They've published a hardback version of Stone Maidens. And oh my God, you're going to have to go to Italy. That would be awful, won't it? <laughs> you know, it's it's a beautiful copy. They've sent us a, a copy. And HQ in England has is publishing Maidens of the Cave. They've really enjoyed working with my daughter and I to produce some videos. Um, it, I, it's wonderful. And I, like I said, I tried to pay it forward a little on the Today Show and even here in my home state of Vermont, um, helping some other writers I know. Uh, I don't know how to explain this phenomenon. It happened. Uh, it was just, it's so mind boggling to me still. I don't really understand social media that well. Uh, but I'm very happy for the result, of course. It's was there a particular, so sorry, uh, Marguerite, go on. I was going to say it's brought so much joy too. We found a lot of really positive community. So it's been a lot of fun. I'd say it's been a very positive experience for us. Um, Lloyd, you've been everywhere. As I said, you were on the Today Show, NPR, been in all the newspapers. Was there one particular media appearance that thrilled you when you dreamt of being a famous writer? With, did you want to be in the New York Times, the Washington Post, television, radio, NPR? Well, um, 
you know, uh, there was a, a gentleman, I think Sir James in England, BBC. Mm. He gave us a beautiful interview. I mean, I really enjoyed it. He was very, uh, a very good interviewer. Um, I remember that one in particular. But you're right. In the beginning, it was a bit hectic because, you know, it came out and it sort of stunned everybody. We had a lot of media contacting us. Um, I'm not quite sure uh, what you wanted me to say. I think all of them have been wonderful, though. It's just been like just such a like a like I was saying, a positive, fun experience for us. It's hard to pick. It's all been such a gift. When you look up Lloyd Devereaux Richards on the Internet, most of the it, it's funny, most of the the postings come with a reference to his daughter what's i mean you've got other kids uh you got brother uh, what have you got brothers and sisters marguerite or just sisters i have two brothers two brothers what's been the impact on the family what do the brothers think everybody's so excited and happy for my dad and um you know they're a little more private and don't like to be on social media but they are so excited everyone's thrilled i mean you called it magic it is magic it, it's it's almost disorienting. Do you sometimes have to pinch yourselves and think this is really happening? All the time. Definitely. All the time. And we're, you know, my dad is so good at staying humble because it was such a journey getting here. Yes, it was overnight, mm. but it was 25 years, you know, 14 years of writing, 11 years uh, after the book published. So it was um, 25 years and then an overnight. And it, it's it's total magic. It's incredible. And Lloyd? I have to say that the support and the positivity that I've received from this uh, incredible uh, pickup in my um, sales and interest in my book and sequels on this main character, it, like I was saying to you earlier, uh, has, has uh, incentivized me to work on a third book. And, uh, and that's what I'm doing currently. Just remind us then, as I said, you were on the Today Show and you recommended three other books to read. What were those books? What are they? Well, one was written by Joseph Citro. Um, and he's a longtime writer of ghost stories in Vermont. He actually does a lot of uh, personal appearances at various small towns. We're a very small state, as you probably know, Andrew. And yes. so it's intimate gatherings. These aren't large gatherings necessarily. But uh, he was one of the writers, and uh, I mentioned him. There was two others. I'm trying to find the location now, that information. But uh, they're both people that, I think, two other people that had self-published. And uh, one was a Middlebury professor at the time. He then retired and moved to Arkansas. I got a lovely letter from him, uh, Richard Shelton. And uh, the third person, I'm trying to find it, um, was another local author, I think she lived in St. Albans, Vermont, and her book was another murder mystery. And uh, she was also, she contacted me. She was very appreciative that I had mentioned her name in her book uh, at the uh, Today Show. And they were kind enough to actually produce uh, uh, pictures on the set for other people to see. And it did cause quite a bump in Joe Citro's sales. And um, I think the power, once again, of media such as that and your show and TikTok um, is something which I never would have considered. I really don't understand it. But Marguerite, I'm, for I'm blessed to have her as a daughter. You certainly are. Uh, 
for you, um, Marguerite, what advice would you give daughters or sons or loved ones or even friends of authors who, who, who like your dad and not particularly familiar with social media? What would you advise them to do? I mean, you caught lightning in the bottle. It's not going to happen again very often. But what can they do realistically to build a little momentum and visibility for the work, which takes so much effort and heart? First of all, I would not say it couldn't happen again because especially with TikTok, these things happen all the time and anything is possible. I would just say, if you want to get the word out there, do it and, and tell a human story, you know, talk about your friend as a person or what, you know, whoever you're trying to support as a person and, and do it. Anything is possible. Cause we, if, if a day before I posted this, I wouldn't have told you this was going to happen. So I think anything is possible. And I think just being sure to really share the human behind whatever it is, the product, the, you know, people love to connect and know someone that would be my advice. Share what you love about them. And then others will love that too. It's the human story then. Uh, this is the week, of course, that Barbie came out. It's a very unusual generation. Lloyd, what would you suggest to fellow writers who aren't comfortable with social media? I think there'd be some writers who might say to their family or friends, don't do this, leave me alone. Should writers, especially if they're not familiar with social media, should they open up their kimonos, so to speak, to their more social media savvy relatives? Well, that's a good question, Andrew. I turned my daughter down several times when she... Oh, you did? Yes. You did. She approached me on this. And I said, I don't know what that is. I, I can't possibly see how that would make a difference. I had no idea what TikTok was, honestly. Yeah, he didn't really want to do anything like that. And then, you know, I sort of just did it without him knowing, honestly. And uh, Yeah, I can believe that. That's how it, that's how it happened. So I guess in answer to your question... Um, be open. I, I'm very thankful for, for what she's done. And uh, why not be open? I mean, all the work that goes into trying to construct a novel and then trying to get it published. I mean, it makes sense to go the nine yards, if it, it, you know, to see how you can market it more uh, positively. That's all. Yeah, I think for me, what came across in the video, I mean, there is the human quality. But what you did, Marguerite, is the first words in, in, in the video is only a 16 second video. My dad spent 14 years writing a book. I think that captures people's imagination because it's not unrealistic. And of course he didn't get the reward and you reminded people that he deserved that reward. So you somehow captured it in a headline. Is that fair? I think so. And I think that number a lot of comments I saw were like, wow, for someone to stick with it for 14 years, you know, because you can imagine in that 14 years, there were a lot of ups and downs and moments of doubt and exciting moments. It was all of it. And so I think to stay dedicated for 14 years is a very eye catching lot. It's like, that's amazing. You don't hear that very often these days. It's a lot of uh, instant gratification or I'm done. Yeah, and you guys, or certainly you, Marguerite, you watched your father write. I mean, that was the other thing about the video, is that uh, it's these images of your father writing in, in the living room or the kitchen. Uh, so you spent a lot of time watching him pounding that keyboard. Absolutely. And actually, this video 
the first video starts out with the spots I would actually watch him that like I would literally sit in those different spots of the room and what I it was sort of my perspective as a child watching my dad write no one would know that but that's what inspired me to make the video to tell that story it's like a micro memoir for me that video is and it made it all worthwhile finally lloyd i mean all those that 14 years <laughs> i you know it's a it's a it is a it's a long journey but you've got to like the process that's the bottom line a long time to get it right i was getting it wrong every possible way you can imagine and uh I stuck with it because the process intrigued me and it still does. And the craft, do you feel that you're really mastering the craft of writing uh, fiction of, of thrillers? Uh, it, for, for, from my end of it, for, from where I was, definitely I've, I've improved. I can see I focus better. I, I I've learned a few things that I've adopted in my strategy for, for trying to figure out this third book. Well, I think we should end. Oh, we can't end with. I was going to end with the 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 TikTok, but we can't do that. So, congratulations, Lloyd. Uh, we'll have to have you back with the third book, but I think the second book is going to be very successful. And even bigger congratulations to Marguerite, your daughter, well, uh, as your your manager and agent and publicist. She's done a remarkable job. Uh, are you available for hire, Marguerite? <laughs> I have my hands full right now, but. Thank you so much, Andrew. That really means a lot to us. It does, Andrew. I appreciate your interview very much.